Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. FM 104's Select Irish with Louise Ty. Select Irish on FM 104 and here to talk about the 22nd series of Other Voices releasing now on RTE2 is founder of Other Voices, Phil King. Hello. Hey, Louise. How are you doing? Greetings from Kerry. Excellent. How does it feel to have created such a great platform for artists? Well, we set out with one thing in mind, and that was to celebrate what's about to happen at Other Voices. And that principle remains the guiding spirit of the Other Voices thing. And celebrating what's about to happen, capturing what's about to happen, taking a photograph, if you like, of the music and the musical voice in all of its diversity of Ireland every year. So I think that what has occurred in that 22 years is that the music and the artists are representative of a changing Ireland. And we have an emotional journey for 22 years. And if you listen to the soundtrack of Ireland in that 22 years, it gives you a great sense of what it feels like to be living in a changing Ireland right now. The artists are eloquent and they they respond to a whole range of things in their lives, the same as anybody else. But what artists have and why we need them is that gift of giving us a sense of what it feels like and to be able to say it and articulate it and then give us a sense of who and what we are. When we think that 2023, Ireland was 100 years old, mm-hmm. we're beginning a new decade of a new century of independence. And this is a diverse, pluralist country now in a way that it wasn't, um, you know, certainly when I was growing up. So um, what the artists do is they give us a sense of what it feels like to be Irish right now. So it's an enormous privilege to have been able to do that and continue to do that over 22 years. How has the land of music or musicians changed over those 22 years? I think the voices are more diverse and I think that reflects the more diverse society that we have there. If you walk into any primary school in Ireland, you are now going to see a range of children who are born in Ireland, but many of them not born in this country. And then other kids who are part and parcel of, I suppose, the migration into Ireland. One of the, one of the big things that dominated Irish society for so long was migration out of the country. 
a lot of people coming to Ireland now for a number of various different reasons. And they bring a diversity of voice to Ireland. So when you think of, you know, people like Abby Koulibaly and Jazzy and a whole range of various different artists are now here and are now doing their thing. The other thing that's occurred is when you look at what we call, I suppose, in the broadest sense, folk music. Mm. Lancome, Lisa O'Neill, the Mary Wallopers, um, Ye Vagabonds. There is a new flowering of folk music in Ireland. I think it was Bob Dylan of the Chronicle said, it's all folk music. You know, it's like a mound of gold that glitters in the corner and it enriches us all. So, and folk music, of course, has, has always been political. So you, you're, you're, you're getting a, a range of different powerful voices who are advocates for, you know, fairness, freedom, plurality, diversity, and in the broader sense, the rights of women and men. I've spoken a lot about folk music, actually, and I suppose the musicians who work in folk music would never say that it's getting a revival. But I do feel in commercial radio, it's getting a new sense of life. I think revival is probably the wrong word. (laughs) Um, I think because it's always there. It just represents itself in different ways. Mm -hmm. I I made a film many years ago called As I Was Walking Down Freedom Highway, a line based on Woody Guthrie sort of line from This Land Is Your Land. And I had the great privilege of working with Tom Waits. And Tom Waits said to me, he said, songs are like seeds. The wind takes them. It blows them hither and thither. They land and they represent themselves in new and different ways, adapting to circumstance, political and economic life and everything else as well. And that's why they ring so true. I think there's another reason why the the folk movement is so powerful right now. Um, we're living in turbulent times. The world is unstable um, politically. There is war present, as we see it on our screens, um, the tragedy of it every night. And then there is the existential issue of climate. And, of course, what musicians do is they feel that turbulence. So when you go to a Lancome gig, for example, there is that underlying turbulence being presented to you. Like, And they're taking folk songs, many of them old songs, and representing them and reordering them and putting a sort of a big base end under them and giving you that sort of turbulence sensation, which reflects, I think, the... Insecurity is probably the wrong word, but the, 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 the sense that all is not well in the world right now. Mm-hmm. And the music is a very accurate representation of that. Are you proud of the amount of new artists that have gotten their platform on other voices? I certainly am. But, you know, my job is to invite the artists and, um, and ask them to come and play. And, you know, we've been very lucky that an awful lot of artists say yes wanting to do that. But those artists that I mentioned, Lisa O'Neill did other voices, Lancome did other voices, the Mary Wallopers did other voices, the Vagabonds have done other voices, and a whole range of varying and different people over the years. Um, the Imro Other Room is a very important <clears throat> opening of a door 
for an artist. And we've had some great artists this year. Lucy McWilliams was on the on the first show that went out on Thursday last. And there's a whole range of various different people coming our way. And it's just amazing. They just keep on coming. And um, I, I don't think I've seen a richer, more diverse palette of Irish music ever. And I've been around, knocking around for a good long while. And I just think that there is something really brilliant about right now. <clears throat> Looking at CMAT, mm. I mean, CMAT came here a few years ago. She came back this year and just, I mean, she just blew the roof off our little church and off she went to the Brits, you know, yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's, it's just magnificent to see. There is definitely a moment in, um, in Irish music right now. Um, Susan O'Neill, who you know, is a, a, a great songwriter and a great carrier of songs as well, her own work and her work with Mick Flannery, um, that's, that's also to be celebrated. We go outside of Ireland as well for one of these programmes and we go to, um, to Cardigan in West Wales, and that's very, very important. We think it's very important to bridge from Ireland over to Wales and have that connection. There are all sorts of different connections or interconnections between us. And we have an empathy with Wales and Captain Finch, the great harper, and Ethan Evrian, uh, who won the Best Instrumentalist Award at the Folk Awards recently, uh, came together to play. And when we went to Cardigan, the wonderful Yard Act um, appeared and they have just a, a stunning new record just about to come. So one of the episodes is based in Cardigan and it's part and parcel of that thing of us joining our nearest neighbours culturally. And that's very exciting as well. People can check that out on the 28th of March. Have you a favourite performance over the last 22 years? I'm not going to be drawn on that because <laughs> that, sometimes as the days change, you know, you'd be yeah. thinking to yourself, God, look at that. I mean, watching Griff. Um, come to Dingle and sort of that pure pop sensation that she has just absolutely fantastic mm. young vital exciting electric you know inspirational um, and you know can sing like a bird just mm. so so wonderful uh, Louise so I mean there are you know you, you, would, you would think of the Amy Winehouse piece as being um, very very significant in the sense that she was playing with a bass player and a guitar player and no drummer to keep her sort of square time-wise. And what we saw in that performance was um, somebody who could inhabit a song completely and with ease, finesse and grace. You know, mm-hmm. she was just, um, that was very, very, very moving and all the more moving because of, you know, what happened to her in the rest of her career and her very untimely death at 27. You know, Absolutely shocking it is, to be fair. Um, Other Voices is back on Thursday nights on RT2. Founder of Other Voices, Philip King, thank you so much for chatting to us. Thanks, Lynn Louise. And you're going to have to come west along the road to Dingle. And, um, you know, you, you, we, we, we look forward to seeing you. Absolutely. It's on the bucket list for a long time. So I will get there. Great. Okay, Louise. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, 
like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. FM 104 is Select Irish and I'm joined by Wallace Bird. Hello. Hello, Louise. How are you? Very good. Thank you so much for joining me all the way from Berlin. Oh, sure. It's no, that's the, the promise of modern technology. What? I know. It's great, isn't it? Don't even have to be in the same room anymore. Yes. No, space for radio, as they say. No, <laughs> but Series 22 of Other Voices is kicking off on RT on Thursday night. And you're involved in this one. So you're involved in the Cork one. Yeah, so they are taking it to different cities all over, different towns all over Ireland, different venues. And uh, the show that I performed with Guida Barra on drums was nice. in Honest Church in Cork University. Um yeah, which we recorded it back in September, so it's lovely to to be able to see it again. I can imagine. So, what is it like for an artist like you to be involved in an institution like Other Voices? Well, it's nice to be asked. You know, um, I've been watching Other Voices for years, and uh, I've always found it's a really good litmus test of, of what's happening in Ireland at the moment, um, and. Yeah, it's it's always very exciting when they when they're hitting off in Dingle or they're taking mm-hmm. part around around the country because I find it, it's given artists a lot of time and um, it's a high quality program. So yeah, it's it's really nice to be involved in it. Um, yeah, was it? It's good to see it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Was it difficult to figure out what you'd perform on it? Yeah, because um, you have to take the room into consideration. Mm-hmm. And uh, so uh, Quiva and myself were playing in a beautiful church, I think it's 16th century. Nice. Um, so you obviously use the acoustics there and choose your songs accordingly. And as well as I have seven albums now, so it was fairly fairly hard to choose the songs that I came up with. Um, but I think, yeah, the main thing was to use the room and... 
uh, to enjoy the room and um, and its surroundings and, and get the most out of that. So it did. There was a lovely, peaceful feel to it. Yeah. And not only were you involved in other voices, you've also been working on Visions of Venus. Tell us about this project. Uh, Visions of Venus is this project that I've been working with a chamber orchestra. Uh, five-piece from Germany for the last two years. Um, So Visions of Venus is 1,000 years of female composers. So music, we play music from uh, Hildegard von Bingen from 1,000 years ago through Clara Schumann, Fanny Hensel to Joni Mitchell, um, Janis Joplin, Björk, stuff like that. So we've we've chosen a, a broad range of uh, music from all over the world, all over um, different genres as well. So it's contemporary, it's classical, it's folk, it's rock. It's a really interesting project um, and I love it. We're uh, we're two passionate artists, very, very, we, we have a lot of drive on stage and uh, we get really into the moment. And um, it's, it's complex, it's simple, um, it, it's really a powerful piece of the show, yeah. When you start working on that, how do you approach it? Because obviously these aren't your songs and you'd be very much used to performing your own songs. Is it difficult to take on someone else's and make it your own? Yeah, I guess I love doing I love doing covers of, of other people's music because it gives you a sense of who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, you choose the qual- the best qualities of yourself to bring to bring well, in a in a kind of a cheeky way to to bring out your best side in the song. And then there's uh, also the fact that doing a cover makes you realise what what you love about music, what you love doing yourself, and perhaps what you've stolen from other artists <laughs> unknowingly or something. Mm-hmm. So, um, but also because this project is classically is, is classical heavy, yeah. I have to sing in a completely different uh, range. It it pushes me very hard to be a to a different standard of singing. Um, it's very much a challenge for me, but uh, you know me, I love a challenge. And um, because all the music comes from different continents, um, different backgrounds, different eras, um, the main theme throughout is is kind of the is the unseen side of music, um, a side of music that is less masculine, less uh, obvious, and you can see. For example, an artist like Clara Schumann, um, she, her husband uh, was known to have robbed a load of riffs off her, you know, and he was equally as, as uh, popular as her. And, uh, you know, there's really, really interesting stories, but it's all, it's, there's a theme which is mastery and um, pressure to, to be seen for who you are uh, as a woman in the music industry. From a thousand years ago, and yeah. also there's very much themes about healing and uh, diligence and uh, drive. Really, yeah. Have much things changed for women in the music industry? All the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, Hildegard von Bingen was uh, from a thousand years ago, and her uh, quality. She was a herbal medicine. Uh, how do you say, she studied herbal medicine and she was really involved in uh, modern medicine, as we know, in the Western world. So um, a lot of her teachings in that would have been from, uh, a lot of teachings from her are still true in the modern medicine age. But her, how she developed her music was through speaking to plants and uh, listening to plants and um, 
because they they hold a hormonal and frequential uh, message to the person if you pay attention. So um, that that's where she came from. Wow. Very, yeah, she was extraordinary. Yeah, she had um, she had a different contact with the earth and the planet, and she brought that out in her music and her drones. And uh, so she's very much in the world of healing music. And if you listen to it, it's it's long, 20-minute drone music, and it's very, it's moving. And, um, for example, uh, Fanny Hensel uh, was told by her father that she can't be a better musician than her brothers, and her brothers were also very popular. I think she was in the 1700s and wrote incomparably good music. Um but she had to hold herself back because she was the she looked after the household and uh women weren't really allowed to have a career in the music industry. <laughs> and let's just say that uh we're still fighting for that right to be recognised in, in the music industry in, in terms of why not her yeah. and the, the, the gender disparity report and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah oh it's, it's it's a fight but the quality of music has never been compromised ever. Yeah, and the and amount of history that's compromised in these songs as well is unbelievable too. Yeah, mm. yeah, because they're writing about a certain moment in time mm. and and certain histories of the time and perhaps writing in secrecy or, or like in plain sight or uh, yeah, it's really, the stories of the songs are really like, whoa, okay, very, very powerful. And Now or Never uh, was the first release of it as well. Yeah, so um Mark and myself have been working together to decide which songs we're going to release and this one seems like a, a kind of a levity coming into spring. Um, a lot of people know Billie Holiday. She's such a, well, iconic, I suppose, artist. Um, and Now or Never is really playful and it's kind of like a show of um, the lighter side of us and something just to ease people in as we get a little bit more... <laughs> a uh, bit more hefty in our releases <laughs> yeah and um, the second release is going to be on International Women's Day which is a song that I wrote called Dr. James Barry which is about um, uh, if you get a chance look up Dr. James Barry an absolute incredible life of a man born in Cork uh, he became the the highest ranking surgeon in British um, in medicine and um was it was found to be a trans man when he died, and so I wrote a song about what it must have been like working in war, yeah. um, working through pressure. He had fights at Florence Nightingale about the sanitation of medicine, uh, qual- uh, of the quality of sanitation in like hospitals, and he was responsible for the eradication of typhoid and. He performed the first recorded cesarean section. He was a feminist in the medical institution. So I wrote a song about that called Dr. James Barry. So i kind of using the moment of this project to, to highlight yeah. all sorts of mm-hmm. phenomenal stories and um, just to push myself as an artist as well, you know. But it's just unreal the amount of people who get lost in history sometimes. And it's yeah. nice to bring them back. 
Yeah, yeah, that's it. Would you be into history yourself? Or I would be. Yeah, I did a history show for a long, long time. So nice. yeah, when I when I delve in, I delve in very far. I'm not really but, great at doing it half halfway. So it's a yeah, it's extremely interesting. If you could live in any era, what era <laughs> would you live in, Louise? Oh, Javers, I don't. I, that's a hard one for me now. I don't know. Have you one you'd like to live in if you could choose? Um. I, well, it's not history. I think I'd like to live in the future yeah. for the crap. How cool would that be? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That'd be cool. Maybe a hundred years from yeah, now. Yeah, when but... cars are flying and all that kind of jazz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll move towards that. You never know what might happen. We might still do that. <laughs> we might still. <laughs> but if people want to check out any of your music or anything that you're up to, where's the best place to check you out? I would say Crime Line. Um, <laughs> Fair, fair enough. Uh, so uh, my music is Wallace uh, Wallace Bird, and you can find me on social medias, all, all of them. I don't really do Twitter, That's but okay. uh, YouTube also, my website dot com, and uh, yeah, all of the plat and the streaming platforms, and you can get my music through my website. So uh, I'm kind of everywhere. You can't get rid of me, really. That's good. We don't want to. That's perfect. You're also on Other Voices on March the 14th. People need to check that out also. Wallace Bird, thank you so much for chatting to me. Thanks, Louise. Thanks very much. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.